Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Reopening. My phone went off like uh, 4th of July. Everybody's excited. Salons and tattoo parlors. I'm afraid that's a bridge too far. Action on new aid bill. Not a single senator objecting. At home, virus test. It's going to focus on healthcare workers and first responders. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. It's like the start of spring all over again in states where businesses and public spaces are beginning to reopen. But the head of the CDC warns winter could bring a second wave of the coronavirus and new challenges during flu season. For now, CBS's Mark Strassman says some governors are pushing ahead in the midst of a pandemic that's killed more than 45,000 Americans. Lindsay Nash owns a Georgia hair salon and is getting back to work. Governor Brian Kemp announced his plan to begin reopening the state this Friday. Shutting down for much longer wouldn't be an option because we don't know how long the pandemic will go on. But some residents and political leaders disagree with Governor Kemp, including the mayor of Albany, Georgia. The city has endured one of the highest per capita infection rates in the country. I pray that the number of Georgians who are infected and die will not increase significantly. Dr. Deborah Burks, the White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, says it's important for governors and mayors to follow the reopening guidelines. It will have to be on a community-by-community opening. Many businesses in South Carolina have already been given the green light. Some North Carolina public beaches are now open, some retail too. In Texas, Dallas County officials voted to extend their stay-at-home order through the middle of next month. But Governor Greg Abbott says his forthcoming plan for reopening will overrule any local policy. The top Senate Democrat borrowed from a nursery rhyme to tell the story of the new virus aid package passed yesterday. We wanted to deal with the butcher and the baker and the candlestick maker. Chuck Schumer, aware that many small businesses say they missed out on the first round of loans and tens of millions of dollars was sent to larger companies. CBS's Ian Lee tells us the White House is on board with this deal. House action is next. Included in the $484 billion package is help for hospitals and money to ramp up testing. The White House is also asking big businesses who accessed loans from the original program to give them back. New restrictions should help get money to mom and pop stores like Penny Ice Creamery in Santa Cruz, California. If you're a little guy... You know, chances are you're, you're going to the back of the line. Zachary Davis says it was frustrating being stuck behind large corporations. Companies that have been doing big stock buybacks and things like that, you know, I don't even understand what that means. At the White House, President Trump has said more about his plan to temporarily halt immigration into the U.S. The 60-day pause won't affect people coming in on temporary work visas, at least not at first. 
We can do that at a little bit different time if we want. The president made it clear the purpose isn't to slow the spread of coronavirus, but rather to prevent prospective green card holders from edging out those already here in the hunt for available jobs. I don't want them to have competition. He noted there would be exemptions. Some people will be able to get in. We have to do that. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. FDA Commissioner Stephen Hahn tells CBS this morning there is a new authorized at-home test for the coronavirus. Health care workers and first responders will get first priority. A package will be sent overnight with a swab and a tube. It's very easy and safe to perform. Our data show that it's as accurate as having it performed in the doctor's office. Weeks into the crisis, even sick people are finding it hard to get tested. CBS's Jerika Duncan has the story of one Detroit family. No one will help him at all. Like they just kept sending him away. Keith Gambrell says he was concerned his stepfather, 56-year-old Gary Fowler, had coronavirus. Gambrell says he took him to the ER three times and says each time Fowler was not admitted and not tested despite having many of the symptoms. I honestly believe it was because my father was black. They didn't honestly take his symptoms serious enough. The day before Fowler died, his father, David, died from COVID-19. Soon after, Fowler's wife, Cheryl, began having symptoms of her own, landing her in the hospital. So he called his cousin, State Representative Karen Whitsett. Whitsett, who visited the White House last week to speak about surviving coronavirus, made sure her family was tested. There's new information from California about what are apparently the first fatal cases of the coronavirus in this country. CBS's Steve Futterman in L.A. The first U.S. COVID-19 death was thought to have occurred on February 29th near Seattle. But tissue samples sent to the CDC reveal that two people here in California, south of San Francisco, died from the virus before that, one of them three weeks before on February 6th. This shows that the virus was likely in the U.S., earlier than initially thought. A bipartisan Senate report affirms the U.S. intelligence assessment that Russia interfered in the 2016 presidential election, an influence campaign approved by Vladimir Putin aimed at helping Donald Trump win. And the report rejects claims by Mr. Trump that the intelligence community was biased against him. Earth Day turns 50 today, and the pandemic has had an effect not just on people, but the planet, too. Here's CBS's Peter King. In 1970, there were few standards, and air was almost unbreathable in many places. CBS News climate contributor Jeff Berardelli says with fewer people driving now because of the pandemic. All cities around the world are seeing the best air quality they've seen in a long, long time. Trevor Dines is a botanical specialist in Great Britain. We've probably got about three weeks worth of growth that often we wouldn't have had already. Jake Fiennes runs a British wildlife refuge and says when people stopped showing up there... The animals started coming out. Nature kind of going, relaxing and breathing a sigh of relief. Of course, no one expects this to last forever, but environmentalists say perhaps it's a good reboot for humans and nature. Netflix says it added almost 16 million subscribers during the first three months of the year. That's double the kind of growth it predicted back in January. Netflix has become one of the havens for people who are staying home in the pandemic. And there's where the HBO Max streaming service will launch May 27th, costing $15 a month. Getting through these tough days is not easy for most of us. Some are turning to medication for help. The coronavirus outbreak is apparently fueling a surge in demand for powerful tranquilizers and sleeping pills. Prescriptions for antidepressants rose 18.6% between February 16th and March 15th. Sleeping medications jumped by 14.8%. 
An analysis by Express Scripts suggests Americans are turning to medications for relief, demonstrating the serious impact COVID-19 is having on Americans' mental health. Jim Shenady, CBS News. Just outside Baton Rouge, a pastor was arrested after admitting he drove his church bus toward a man who was protesting his decision to hold mass gatherings in defiance of public health orders. Dozens of Tony Spell's parishioners showed up near the police station to stand together and sing without wearing masks as he paid his bail. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.